in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Barth. You know, I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, meaning we're not captive to any type of a mothership. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. Now, when you call 513-575-9654 to schedule an appointment, it's going to go something like this. You come in to visit. There's no meter running. Leave your wallet, purse, and checkbook at home. We're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary to fully analyze your situation holistically and complete a personalized plan for you. And for your convenience, we do have multiple locations around the tri-state area. Milford, that's our headquarters, home office on the east side. Also, we have remote offices in Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in beautiful Florence, Kentucky. And guess what, folks? You might not know this, James, but when you schedule a visit, you're going to meet one, at least one of us, Great Barrier James, or maybe two of us, maybe all three of us, uh, if that's the case. So uh, we're not going to push you off in a junior advisor. You're going to meet the guys that you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and sometimes years. Hey, if you have a 401k, 403b, some kind of company plan, and you're no longer with that company, chances are, hey, you should roll that out into traditional IRA. It's tax neutral. Take control of it. Uh, you only start paying taxes when you actually withdraw it for to use it for, for consumption. But the rollover itself is tax neutral. Even if you are still working and you're over 59 and a half, you can do what's called an in-service rollover for most companies, not all. If you wanted to go ahead and take some of it out, keep it going, keep contributing, keep getting your match, and you can take control of uh, a portion of it. So give us a call at 513-575-9654. Hey, you can visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email. We'll answer every single one. Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550. On your AT&T wires. Mr. Borth, what is going on today? Well, today's topic is a pension buyout offer. Pension? Who has a pension? <laughs> well, I'll give you a good example. GE has oh, one yeah. where they announce a pension freeze. There's some interesting ramifications on that one. But that's the topic. Is a pension buyout offer right for you? Now, what we're talking about really is the lump sum payout or the monthly pension option. Which one should you take if you even have that type of decision to make in the first place? You know, James, it's a good topic that we're having because I've had two or three GE buyout options in the last week, week and a half. So we'll help you as far as maybe how to make that particular decision. But, yeah, first and foremost, if you're wondering whether this is the right thing for you, which way to go, and you're wondering how do I measure or how do we measure which is really a better deal, then call us at our office, 513-575-9654. Come see us at one of our office locations, and we will help you with that decision-making process because usually it's going to be an irrevocable decision. And I'll, I'll say it that way because it kind of hedges like probably maybe or maybe probably 
because up until March of this year, this was an irrevocable decision that once you had made it, that was it. No do-overs, no going back, no second chances. But the IRS has issued a notice, and we'll get to this in more detail throughout the show today, that does open the door, at least potentially opens the door, for companies to go back and start offering buyout options, even for those who have already taken or decided on the monthly pension annuitized option of their pension. They want you off the books, James. <laughs> That's probably the best way of yeah. phrasing it is. It's a way for companies to start offloading some of their obligations, some of their very expensive obligations. Now, you know, just to kind of set what we're talking about as far as setting the stage, decisions, part of our daily lives. Some decisions we really don't think much about, such as what are we going to do for lunch today or maybe which route are we going to take to go to work today. But others can have a substantial impact or maybe I should say a huge impact (laughs) On our futures. For example, choosing which company to work for, which college to attend, depending upon your age, or if you think about the relationship status of, you know, dating versus marriage. And I say it that way because if you're still in the dating phase of these different types of relationships, nothing is really stopping you from looking at other options, changing schools, changing jobs, changing relationships, in other words. But once you do get married, on the other hand, it might be a little bit more difficult to turn around and go in a different direction. Okay? So there are many decisions in our lives that you can look at them as being an irrevocable type of decision. That once you have chosen door number one or door number two, it's like saying there's no looking back. As a rule, it cannot be changed. We're going to say as a rule that these decisions cannot be changed. And that's really what we're going to talk about in today's show is about the pension option because as a rule, this is going to be one of those irrevocable decisions that plays a major role in your retirement, and that's the pension buyout offer. Barry, what are some of these, what we call the thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show? Yeah, food for thought. We're going to try to get to each one of them, but here are some of them. What, what is a pension buyout and how long have companies been offering them? Should I consider taking a lump sum or do I need a steady income stream for life? Uh, Sounds like an annuity, paycheck for life. We'll compare that in a minute. Uh, Do I have an emergency fund in case something unexpected happens? That's just an overall question, not really tied to pensions. Will my pension help protect me from inflation? Will pension allow me to pass on money to my children and other beneficiaries? That's an important distinction there. If I take a lump sum buyout, how do I receive the money? How long is the average life expectancy? What is the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation? That's a PBGC. Sounds like a sandwich. Should I uh, be concerned about the strength of the pension? Absolutely. Uh, Why are companies starting to often pitch and buyouts? James? Well, let's start with this one. That's kind of like doing a math equation more than anything else. So one one of the major factors that we look at, because we do this quite often, at least once or twice a day, it seems like, where we're helping people decide about the pension door number one versus door number two door number one do i take the buyout door number two is do i take the company annuitized option of turning my pension into a monthly paycheck maybe for the rest of my life maybe the rest of our collective lives that's one of the most important factors about the annuity options is are there spousal benefits 
And are there reduced benefits or are there full 100% survivor benefits? And the other one, too, is when you look at what is the dollar amount of the lump sum option, Barry, how do we really measure whether that's a good deal or not? Well, you mean uh, the calculation that we use? Yeah, and there's more to it than just this. It's not this simple. But, uh, for example, if they're offering you $200,000 lump sum or 1000 a month for the rest of your life, uh, single payout, which is 12000 a year, it comes out to about a 6%. Average rate of return if you, if you divide the twelve thousand into two hundred thousand, so that's on the borderline that they're saying, look, we're going to guarantee you six percent withdrawal rate for the rest of your life. When we see them, when that calculation is is below six and gets down to five and even four, then that's not a very attractive offer. We've seen them as high as eight or ten, but uh, six is kind of right in the middle. So yes, if if you're getting what essentially is an eight percent guaranteed rate. Think of that as as very comparable to what Social Security offers when it comes to the deferred benefit options of waiting to take your your benefits. So there's a step up. That's and and once again, when you take the the annuitized option of your pension, you are simply turning that into an annuity, much like with a private insurance carrier, an annuity, much like with Social Security, an annuity. The only difference is who is administering your annuity benefits. Is it the government, which is Social Security? Is it a private insurance carrier, which is what an annuity contract is? Or is it basically your company, also via some type of a private insurance carrier usually, that's administering your annuity? And how strong are the investment people managing your pension? Yes. Because we hear about being reduced on a regular basis. So not only the guaranteed payout factor, but also the strength of your company. Now, I don't expect GE to be going away anytime soon or maybe in the next couple of decades, but there is a very valid reason why they are really trying to offload many of these pension obligations. You know, you you look at what the overall financial strength of that company, you look at the stock price of that company, and you look at the historical prices of what it was versus what it is now and going forward what the future looks like as well. So there's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we're an advisory firm. We're independent. We're registered. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And when you come in to visit, leave your, you know, leave your wallet and checkbook and person home now. Bring your license if you're driving. We don't want you to get arrested. But my point is we're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary. Usually it takes two or three meetings to holistically look at your situation and come up with a game plan for your future with your money. And not just the investment part, but all kinds of things 
that we can help with that has to do with retirement. Now, we have multiple locations for your convenience, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the pond in Florence, Kentucky. If you have a 401k, 403b, and you're no longer with the company, chances are we can help you roll that out. Probably better take control of it. Invest it how you want. Even if you are working, we can do what's called an in-service rollover. If you're over 59 and a half, a lot of companies will allow you to take control of a portion of it and keep the plan going. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Hey, visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us an email. Ask a question, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James, where were we? All right. Well, talking about the pension buyout offer and whether that's the right decision for you or not, and we're not suggesting that. You know, you're going to become instant experts on this after today's show. We still think it's quite important, maybe very important, that you talk to a qualified financial advisor about that. You know, someone such as us. <laughs> and we firmly believe that a decision of this magnitude should have help from a person or a firm, a financial firm, that has experience in dealing with these things on a daily basis. So whether it's your financial planning, your retirement planning, or a combination of both, all those things and more we can help you with. And someone who's looking out for your best interest. That's right. I would, I would say in the last couple of months, I've done upwards of a dozen of these. And uh, a lot of them from GE and, and different places where they're, they're wanting to get this, these employees or ex-employees off the, off the book. So it's just not knowing how to calculate and see. Sometimes it's better to take that paycheck for life, but many times it's not. You want control of it, and it's confusing. If you look at the paperwork they send you, and I can tell you from experience, you try to do it on your own, and you check the wrong box or don't include something, you don't get it notarized, uh, you don't get a signature guarantee, guess what? It's going to delay it and delay it and delay it until you get it right. So we've got experience in this, and, and we can help you. So don't overlook this fact. And if you have any questions or comments as it relates to this, uh, give us a call at 513-575-9654. We can certainly help. All right. Now, categorically, when we talk about pensions, we're talking about the different types of retirement plans that the government calls defined benefit plans. That's really the root of all of this is the what is the benefit that the companies are on the hook for or that they're having to guarantee as far as what is the outcome of the retirement plan. So all of the risk, or virtually all the risk, falls upon the company, okay? Now compare and contrast with the typical 401k or 403b plans, which are defined contribution plans. So now what's happened is the risk has been shifted to you, the employee, or sometimes former employee in this case, and that's, that's really the gist of what these decision trees are all about is, first of all, offloading the risk for the companies and offloading the expense. And there's pros and cons really in both directions as far as whether it's a pension plan or the, the categorical 401k, 403b company plan. But, you know, by and large, we're seeing where more and more you're not going to even have this choice. And that's because pensions themselves are basically becoming extinct. Now, they may not be completely extinct anytime soon, but even right now when you look at the number of workers who have access to this, it's less than 14%. Or if you like fractions, that's one in seven. I'd like to know how many companies a new employee has a pension plan. Well, GE is a perfect example of this. You have the legacy employees versus the new employees right. about what's going to be happening with them. So in many cases, there are 
the it's like the old guard versus the new guard of whether who has one versus who does not who has what type of retirement plan versus who has something altogether different now going back to what we said in the first quarter about the, the irs notice this is called irs notice 2019-18 published on march the 6th of 2019 and that's where previous to that notice the irs prohibited companies from offering pension buyouts to the former employees who had already started to receive their pensions. Now, since that notice, it's almost like saying all bets are off. And now we're seeing maybe a few different companies. It's like a wave of the future of what's going to be happening next as far as buyout options to offload these people and these, these risk obligations from their books. So when you look at why many people that retired and they chose the security of the pension, the annuitized version of the monthly payout options, what they thought were guaranteed benefits, and now maybe you're finding out that it's not so guaranteed after all. So, Barry, what exactly is a pension buyout? Yeah, and we've defined this um, earlier, but it's simply uh, a lump sum check and uh, in lieu of a monthly check for the rest of your life and maybe a survivor benefit, too, uh, if you've chosen that. So uh, that's what you have to choose between. And if you uh, if you opt for the lump sum, which a lot of people have been doing, well, what do you do? How does the money? Does it get taxed? We help you with all that. You roll it into a traditional IRA. You should. You can take it and pay the tax, but the best place for it usually is to roll it into a traditional IRA so that it's not taxed upon the transfer of these funds. Now, if you opt for a monthly uh, benefits, really, uh, you won't get the lump sum. You just start getting a paycheck for life. Sort of like what James said, annuitize. It's pretty simple, right? Well, uh, you're presented with those two options. You want the money now? That sounds very appealing. And I would say what, James, 80% of the time people do that? Yes. It's pretty high because some of the things we're going to talk about, control is one of them. Uh, but the paycheck for life kind of protects you against yourself. Spending all your money, but we'll talk more about that later. That's that's an interesting thing, protecting you from yourself. That's a real think thing, by it. the way. Yeah, think about it. Like you hit the lottery. You want $10 million now, fully pay taxes, or do you want X amount of dollars for the rest of your life? You know, ten. we've heard stories after story. $10 million disappears in two or three years. But the same principle as that. So, But we will we'll weigh every option. We'll go through the calculations. And uh, we've done this many, many times before, so we can help you do that. Well, and typically when you look at a pension, the annuitized version, you do not get the cost of living adjustment. There's no COLA that comes with this. Now, in some cases, there is a cost of living adjustment, but that's one of the factors to look at is when you say, well, is the pension buyout option maybe a better deal versus taking a monthly paycheck? Well, is the monthly paycheck, is there an increase? Based on inflation or the rate of inflation, is there a cost of living adjustment? Is there a 100% survivor benefit? Is there a 75%? Is there 50%? Is there any survivor benefit? Now, if you're not married, this is really not an, an issue, right? It's just simply you have the single life option of the annuity payment. But that's part of the problem is if you choose the single life payout and something happens a, a week, a month, a year later, something happens, you pass away. Where's well, the money go? Yeah. Where does that rest of your nest egg actually go? And maybe you don't care because you're no longer with us, but uh, think about it. That's, that's one of the calculations. Life expectancy. You're going to live 20 years after you turn 65, but 
something to consider. And that's one of the, the, the reasons why many people choose the lump sum payout is because it lets them take control of their money. And if something happens to them a week, a month, a year later, there is still something for the beneficiaries to actually inherit. That's right. And we talked about this a little bit, the strength of the who's managing the pension fund, because we hear on a regular basis that pensions can go down, meaning you get less of a paycheck for life. Not only will it not go up with inflation, it might go the other way. Yes. Now, some of the reasons why companies are offering these buyouts, here's maybe number one as far as the reason why is the interest rates. Low interest rates are a major reason why people are starting to see their employer, or at least their former employer, to start offering them the buyout options. So just like uh, when you say the 401Ks, the IRAs, and other company plans, well, depending on the type of the IRA in this particular case, pension funds invest in equities and bonds. Now, according to the Milliman 100 Pension Funding Index, the PFI, as of April of this past year, the 100 largest corporate defined benefit pension plans, the funding status dropped by $25 billion dollars leaving them underfunded by about 25%. So what do they do? Reduce Well, that's, that's, the, that's, again, the reason why many of these companies are trying to offload these obligations is because they're so heavily underfunded. Now, this also is true on a city-by-city basis. If you look at the city of Cincinnati, for example, well, we're not number one and we're not number 300. We're actually near the bottom of the list, but we're, I think, the last – statistic I saw in this one, yeah, statistic was we are 15th from last when it comes to how underfunded pensions are. So that's, you know, when you say what are some storm clouds on the horizon, that's a big one in the city of Cincinnati's pension funding. So once again, there's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we're an independent advisory firm with a fiduciary responsibility. That's a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations. Uh, Milford's a home office. Love to see you there. Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet one or all three of the guys you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years. I'm going to push you off on somebody else. It's going to be Greg Barry or James. And uh, we can help you with that 401K, 403B, some kind of company plan Roll that out into maybe a traditional IRA, maybe a Roth, depending on the tax status. But it's going to be uh, tax neutral either way. And take control of it and invest it how you want to. Give us a call. Schedule an appointment. 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Find out more about us. Email us if you like. Give us a question. We're going to answer it at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James? Well, finishing up on some of the reasons, well, at least number one on the reasons why that uh, companies are offering the, the pension buyouts was about the interest rates. Now, the good news is that as interest rates rise, pension funds will grow at a better pace. The bad news is that as long as the Federal Reserve keeps holding down the interest rates, 
we're not going to see that particular item actually occur. But, James, why don't these fund managers invest it, take a chance, invest it in some good stocks instead of just using uh, the interest, Treasury interest rate? Good question, Barry. I, I think, like all of us, we want S&P returns for Treasury types of they risk. They don't want to risk it. They're scared yes. to death. Yes. All right. So what's reason number two on why companies are offering the buyouts? Well, it's a big one. This applies to a lot of different areas. Longevity. People are living longer than they were in the last few decades, like medical advances, healthier foods, and abundance of exercise options attribute to the longer life expectancies today. In fact, the stat that I just stuck in my mind we talk about in seminars, if you make it to 65, reasonably healthy, chances are, James, you're going to live another 20 years to 85. That's a long time. So, you know, uh, this is great for our personal lives, our family, but not necessarily for the people paying the pension, the companies. This means more years will have to pay the pension to you uh, because, as many of you already know, a pension lasts as long as you live. So many people are living an extra five or ten years. This can put pressure on those pension funds. Which leads to reason number three. It's really a combination of one and two both. The lower interest rates and longevity means increased liability for these different companies. So once again, the low interest rates, the longer life expectancies, that's a, you know, those combinations of factors there, that's a primary reason why companies are offering the buyouts is the liability. The companies are on the hook. The longer you live, the more that they have to pay out. The longer that paycheck for life has to occur because the longer your life happens to be. So using some math here, let's just say the average person retires at 65 and lives to age 85. So according to, you know, the life expectancy tables now, you're right. If you've made it to age 65, there's a very high likelihood, well, at least 50% likelihood, that you're going to live to be at least 85. And that's regardless of if you're male or female. So the numbers, if you're female, is you're actually trending closer to age 90 if you've made it that far. And for the men, the number comes in right at age 85. Nevertheless, that 20 years, of course, could be a little bit less or could be significantly more that the companies have to pay you each and every month. Now, with the lump sum payout, they are handing you the nice little nest egg, the, the lump sum payout option, and they no longer have to worry about covering you or even the spouse. If there's a survivor option, remember this, they're insuring two lives, not just one. So, yes, there's even more risk, which is why the payout is lower if you have the spousal options, the spousal benefit options, whether it's at 50 percent, 75 percent or 100 percent on the survivor benefit for the spouse. They, the company, have to insure two lives, which means that they're on the hook for a potentially much greater expense. So now this is where we transition from, you know, why companies are offering these buyouts Barry, let's discuss some of the factors to understand for the people out there, their own personal situations when it comes to keeping the monthly pension or taking the lump sum buyouts. Yeah, one of the first things we do, we're going to work together on understanding your income needs and expenses. So the first thing we do is deciding the pension buyouts to calculate all of your current income sources and your expenses, a budget, basically. We like to see your budget. Let's say you're drawing Social Security, your pension, and you have a fixed annuity that offers you a steady lifetime income stream. To make, make it easier, let's say these three add up to 4000 monthly. Now you need to calculate your essential expenses, 
just like a regular budget, and let's say that comes out to approximately 4000 a month as well. In this situation, it might be a better choice to keep the monthly pension because it plays a critical role in meeting your retirement income needs. But let's say the guaranteed income source exceeds those expenses. If this is the case, consider taking a lump sum. Not only can you use a portion of a lump sum to help cover those monthly expenses, but you can also invest some in growth opportunities. Control. Remember control, folks. And with a monthly pension, this does not typically increase over time. In fact, as we mentioned earlier, it could go backwards if the pension fund doesn't do that well. So, again, it comes down to control. So if you're looking to receive something similar to your pension, lifetime income stream, inflation protection, then we can help explain in more detail on how you can take control and do that. But that's also a very underrated part of the process, the planning process. So first and foremost, do you even have a plan? Yeah. All right. Or so a budget. You, Some yeah, people don't even budget. have a budget. <laughs> Good point. Let's start with the budget yeah. and then the plan. It's really part of the same, you know, one and two, hand and glove anyways. So at that point in time, when, you know, we said before about most of these pensions don't have a cost of living adjustment. So now when you start factoring in, yes, year number one, we might be exactly meeting our obligations. Our inflows and our outflows are about the same. Now, what happens to year number two? What happens to year number three, four, five, and, and so forth and so on? Are we accounting for inflation as far as what it does to our budgets? Now, Social Security does have a built-in cost of living adjustment. It does have the COLA that somewhat mirrors what the rate of inflation actually happens to be. I say somewhat because depending upon who's calculating what inflation happens to entail, right? Plus, when you get a raise, doesn't Medicare usually take it? Yes. That's another big one, too, is the Social Security, for example, goes up 1.6%, which is what's projected for 2020. And what are the Medicare premium increases going to look like? Is it also 1.6%? Well, for some people, depending upon your income level, it might be a little bit more. And then depending upon your income level, if it's below certain thresholds, it might be a little bit less than the 1.6%. But nevertheless, most of that 1.6% increase in your Social Security is taken by the increase in your Medicare premiums. So in essence, you're not really getting a raise per se because, yes, your inflows are going up as far as the dollars earned, but so are the outflows also going up as far as dollars spent or whatever's going out the door. So that's why we say what is going to happen, not just in year number one, but year number five, year number 10. That is part of the planning process. That's all the more reason when you're trying to make these decisions, you come see us, Brown Financial Advisors, and we help you with designing these plans, these income plans, retirement income plans, that helps you meet these obligations and, and help you meet these needs. Yeah, Medicare, taxes, everything to do with retirement, we can help you with. Yes. So, yes, start with the investments and then start with how do you ensure not for just for yourself but also for the spouse and maybe the family planning options as well. So it provides longevity protection. It provides insurance, a form of insurance protection for those cases where you do live to be too old or you live too long. That is a risk factor. As, as we get older, as all of us gets older, that is a major risk still of running out of money before we run out of life or the collective we running out of money before we run out of life. So, Barry, how about this? When you say consider longevity in your family. Now, I know this is not going to be just because 
your mom or dad lived to be a certain age, that you're going to live to be that same certain age. There are many cases where it's your lifestyle, it's your habits, your dietary habits, your exercise habits, your work habits. Are you sedentary all day long, all weekend long as well? Are you living an active lifestyle? Are you living a healthy and active lifestyle? Many different factors go into the longevity factor of this, but there is, there is a big hereditary factor when you look at your family and say, what is the family history of longevity? whether it's the lineal family or whether it's some of your extended family. So all these are factors that we can help you with as far as calculating your income plans and your income planning needs. So our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, and we have fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So, folks, when you come in for a visit, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And when you do come in, by calling 513-575-9654, it's going to go something like this. Leave your wallet and purse and checkbook at home. We're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary to fully analyze your situation and complete a plan for you, a retirement plan for you. We have multiple locations to come closer for you, and I've even been known to come into your home if you're not very mobile or you just would like that. But Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky, you're going to see one of all three of the guys you make a connection with. We're not going to push you off on another advisor. It's going to be one of us three, maybe all of us, and we can help you with that 401k, 403b. Uh, some kind of company plan, tax neutral, take advantage, open the door to all the investment, professionally managed advice. So give us a call at 575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email is team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And, and uh, another one of the points on the pension is what about wealth transfer? You know, you've, you've considered income, expenses, longevity. Now what about the money that's left when you're no longer with us? Uh, now, with most pension plans, with I'd say about 99%, I've never seen one that carries on to the children and grandchildren. There might be some out there, but so most of the time is, unless it's your spouse, that pension money goes bye-bye when uh, you and or your spouse is gone. So if you're looking to leave a legacy, taking control of it is very important. And again, we, we say this over and over, taking control is important because somebody's going to get that money if you roll it into a IRA. Uh, if you don't, your spouse doesn't, maybe your other beneficiaries will. So it makes the lump sum very attractive to a lot of people. Well, and when we say working with a qualified, experienced financial advisor, there's some really important questions to maybe ask, whether it's we ask you or you ask yourself. So starting with this and starting with the foundations, do you have an emergency fund in case of, well, the unexpected? Do you need the income now or can you wait a couple of days, a couple of weeks, or a couple of years even for you to start drawing the income? And are there concerns over the strength of the company when we say, well, what's the strength of your pension? So really what we're saying there is how solid financially is your company? What do you think the forecast of, of your company is in that particular case? 
Do you even care or do you have a preference, a strong preference of what's left behind for your beneficiaries? Yes, hopefully if you have a spouse, you have a very strong preference of what's left behind for the spouse, right? Now, Barry mentioned before about usually for the chitlins, there's nothing for them to inherit. But there are rare cases where maybe the company offers a, for example, a five-year or 10-year where it's a period certain payout option. I've You're never get seen that. Guaranteed payments for the next 10 years no matter what. That means no matter if you're alive or if you're not. So if you're not, that means that your beneficiary gets the remainder of those 10 years of payments. That's just an example that's a very unusual payout option when it comes to the pensions. And, of course, the last one is about the longevity. How long are you going to live? How long is the collective you, the husband, the wife, the wife, the husband, both spouses, how long do you think you're going to live? And better yet, is that part of your plan? Barry? That's right. Well, uh, another good way to look at this decision is, is simple math. Let's say your pension payout is 2000 a month, and let's also say that you retire at 60 and your pension goes until you pass away at 85 or 25 years. Now, that's approximately $600,000 you've been paid over those 25 years. So if the lump sum offer you receive is similar to that, and you can accomplish the same things we mentioned all, all the above uh, the past hour, you uh, that you won't receive with a monthly pension, it might make sense to do the lump sum. But, again, it's a very important decision. Uh, you shouldn't take it lightly, and we can help you with that. We can All really right. help you with that. So we do have a few minutes left. So let's transition to another topic, which I'd say near and dear to our hearts, which is about the Medicare season that's coming up, or that's actually already here. So, really, this is going to be some topics and, and tips that are – mostly from Medicare, but they're really in general for all health insurance plans as well because many people, well, employer-sponsored plans anyways, also have an open enrollment period coming up as well. And for the so-called Obamacare plans, there's also that open enrollment window as well. So in general, when we say, well, how do you consider what is maybe the best plan or the best plans for you, the collective individual use, whatever the case may happen to be, consider this. You have your not only the insurance premium, you have your out-of-pocket expenses, you have the individual and health statuses for not only you but also the, the collective you, the tax advantages that may also be a factor when choosing your health plans. So don't just simply assume that the plan that you have this year is the best one for next year. So what's good for 2019 may not be the best for 2020. Sometimes the plans change, sometimes your needs change, sometimes your circumstances change. Now, in general, when we say that the lower the premium, in general, that also means the higher the potential or the likelihood of out-of-pocket expenses, okay? And the lower the premium, typically that also means less flexibility, fewer choices on picking and choosing your medical providers. So what we're talking about there is thinking networks for not only the HMOs, but the PPOs. HMOs, in general, you have to stay in the network Otherwise, insurance does not pay at all. That's in general. There are exceptions, but in general. PPOs, you have the in-network and you have out-of-network, but the insurance still pays. The cost sharing is going to change depending upon if you're in the network or if you've gone out of the network. And when we talk about networks also for the Medicare plans, those are the Medicare Advantage plans. So when you hear Medicare Part C, that is Medicare Advantage. Now, a comparison also is to say when you what you pay in your premiums every 12 months, that's a fixed expense. 
It doesn't vary with what your out-of-pocket health care expenses are, the claims, and so forth and so on. So when you're trying to do a valid comparison of Medicare supplements versus Medicare Advantage, consider the potential of the out-of-pocket expenses because with a Medicare supplement, you will have virtually no out-of-pocket expenses. That is certainly not the case with Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage, very low, even zero monthly premiums for that insurance, but then the cost sharing is yours. So there's a pay-as-you-go type of approach to the insurance model of using Medicare Advantage. And many employers allow employee premiums to be paid on a pre-tax basis. So if your premium is 200 a month and you're in a 22% tax bracket, your real cost is 156. Uh, most employers also pay at least 50% of the overall health insurance premiums. Now, you also won't pay Social Security payroll taxes on that 200 when comparing the total cost of various plans. Keep this tax break in mind. And by the way, we help with taxes and Medicare. James is a specialist in this area, uh, so come visit. How about this one? And I said this before about the HMOs. So making sure that your list of providers, that you're not having to choose between your insurance or the doctor as far as picking one that's not in the network. So make sure that your your providers, not only the doctors, but also the hospital and the doctors that, that come see you in the hospital as well, make sure that they're in your network. And we do find that people usually, they, they don't really have a good grasp or good handle on their overall health care spending. But keep in mind, if you have the employer-sponsored plans, a major benefit is not only with the HSA, which is the health savings account, but also with the HRA, health reimbursement arrangements, and the FSAs, which are flexible spending accounts. Now, in some of these, the ownership of the funds is yours, but for the HRA and the FSA, the ownership is the employer's. It's a use-it-or-lose-it proposition. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. All right, folks, on behalf of Greg Brown, James Borth, myself, the Kentucky, and Barry Parnell, thanks for listening today. Have a great week, and remember this. Sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. Close.